With National Public Audio in New York, I'm Jebediah Hogan with this hour's news. Our top story continues to be the crisis in the Ukraines, where a new separatist faction declared independence for central Ukraine today, combining several dissatisfied regions from both east and west Ukraine, as well as the northernmost part of the Crimean Peninsula, to form an all-new country with its capital in Cherkasy, about 200 kilometers south of Kiev. This comes at an especially bad time for the fledgling West Ukrainian government in Kiev, which has been struggling to assert its authority in the weeks since protesters stormed the presidential palace, only to discover that Moscow-leaning President Zelensky Karkanov was actually a holographic simulation. Outside observers have suggested that the ongoing investigation to determine whether the exiled 520-pound Karkonov was even a real person in the first place has paralyzed the new West Ukrainian government, which has yet to name a president, prime minister, or official spokesperson. However, a man in a rather large hat with a very commanding voice claiming to speak on behalf of a group of people he would only refer to as the leadership was quoted as saying, there are microchips in your head, microchips in your skin, microchips, microchips everywhere. At this time, it remains unknown whether the man was speaking on behalf of some sort of official Ukrainian government or simply stating a well-known fact. In Washington, President Carter spoke to the press aboard the Rose Barge, calling for calm and patience in both the international community and on the ground in the Ukraines themselves. She said, quote, In 2064, we are well beyond the days when borders can be redrawn over the heads of Democratic leaders. It is widely believed that the president's comments were directed towards Moscow, where the Kremlin has repeatedly denied any intention of getting involved with the crisis, but has cited Kosovo, Slovakia, Scotland, Crimea, Quebec, and California as precedents for successful secessionist movements. Stay logged in to National Public Audio for more on the central Ukrainian crisis as it continues to develop. Elsewhere overseas... A missing jet that vanished 50 years ago over the Indian Ocean reappeared over the west coast of Scotland today, where it was summarily shot down by the Scottish National Air Defense before being identified based on archaic half-a-century-old transponder technology. A NATO spokesman praised the Scots' restraint in not launching any long-range attacks on any other nations, and the official press office of the Scottish Prime Minister released a statement from 10 Downing Street reassuring foreign dignitaries and chief executives that the reunited kingdom has no plans to retaliate against Disney's Malaysia nor any other affiliated theme park nations. Foreign policy experts have pointed to the increasing difficulty in attracting businesses to war-torn London as a key factor in this unexpected policy shift. NPA will have full-team coverage of these developments, including a bonus round with the Paul Krugbot, later today on Marketplace. Closer to home, the entire board of directors of Bloomberg NYC LLC made a rare joint public appearance today in honor of the 30th anniversary of their company's acquisition of the financial district. New York history buffs will remember that this set the legal groundwork for the company's eventual acquisition of all six boroughs. 
Citizens and employees of Bloomberg NYC LLC enjoyed a free work-from-the-cloud day today and came out in droves to see their leaders IRL and participate in a 24-hour healthy food fest and fitness challenge held in honor of former chief executive Michael Bloomberg, who was 92 when his company first acquired complete ownership of Manhattan below what was then known as Chambers Street. The event doubled as both an anniversary celebration and the long-awaited unveiling of the city's 20th public toilet, completed one year ahead of schedule. Bloomberg's senior vice president for public hygiene, Dirk Clausen, inaugurated the self-cleaning stall with what aides described as a satisfying constitutional before opening the 10-foot by 5-foot room for public tours. In his remarks before the unveiling, Clausen evoked the spirit of the original Bloomberg, whose administration initially signed the contract for 20 public toilets 58 years ago in 2006. Clausen told the gathered crowd that he couldn't be prouder to represent a city that can purchase everything it needs for the people that need it most. The crowd then continued to disperse in search of a Starbucks to urinate in. I'm Jebediah Hogan. Stay tuned for Drone Talk with Flip and Flap, the Flyhead Brothers. And I'll be back in one hour with more news here on NPA, National Public Audio. <laughs> Places Like This is written, directed, and produced by Chris Barlow. This week's episode was a look at this hour's news with Jebediah Hogan and was performed by Chris Barlow. Music this week by Real Estate from their new album, Atlas. Find out more about the future at placeslikethis.net and tune in next week on iTunes and Tumblr for more Places like this.